Hello, welcome to LA Podcast, the most trusted name in local news. My name is Alex and this is Rob. Hello, folks. And uh, this is episode 193 now and Rob and I were just discussing off air that Rob, your prediction that we're not going to get to episode 200 by Christmas is coming to pass after I've mocked you every time you said it because we've had a bit of a delay between episodes with various things going on. There, yeah, was a, there's a small hiatus and uh, it wasn't deliberate. No. Um, so I haven't deliberately sabotaged the <laughs> podcast to make sure that this, uh, this, uh, I mean, some would say um, <laughs> prophecy uh, would come true. It's just unfortunate. I mean, I think it will we'll probably get it in the new year, just the new year, I think. Yeah. But well, that'll, that'll be apt. Exactly. You know, new start, new year. Or we could slow it down and really try and slow it down and time the 200th episode for our actual anniversary, which is what, February 16th. We did really had to, I think we really... had to go to like a fortnightly podcast, which <laughs> no. over the last few weeks, sorry listeners, it's kind of been... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. Well, um, hopefully we'll get this one uploaded soon. Yeah, I'll, I'll try and edit it soon. D- Rob, don't rush, no, it's fine. Don't rush yourself. <laughs> Rob, can I just ask you... Um, with it again, there really is no general anaesthetic this week, but let's do a bit of it now because I just want to talk about American politics. Oh God, do we have to? Are, are you now becoming? Well, I'm just talking about the polls, right? Right. Because a few weeks ago, honestly, it looked like Trump was done and finished. Yes. Uh, and 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 then there's been this resurgence because of the the, the the this revelation that there's more emails that are being investigated. Can I just clarify what this is about? Is this purely the fact that Hillary Clinton sent confidential, highly sensitive emails from her personal email account? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're being investigated. This new this new tranche is what's in them. What's extraordinary is the amount. Yeah, it's 650,000. Yeah, I mean, that. You'd have to be... How would you possibly send that many emails? Is this, is this the, uh, over the duration of the, the, the period where she's been... Um, I'm not sure, yeah. No, it might. to be fair, it might go back. It must yeah, go back even further than that. Otherwise, she'd literally just have to be emailing all day, every day. But uh, again... Unless there's a bot somewhere. This woman has been in, in you know, the highest echelons of government. You would have thought that maybe the Secret Service said... Um, the email I've just received, you probably shouldn't be using that account. Or somebody would have said to her, yeah, absolutely. But but anyway, back to the point. The polls have narrowed, right? And what yeah. I'm suddenly beginning... Because I've always maintained that Trump hasn't got a chance, and I'll explain why in a second. But what worries me about the polls narrowing to what they have is something like Hillary Clinton 49%, he's 47%. Yeah. Is that what, what I'd call like the Brexit effect? Or no, not even that, the shy Tory vote. Remember the shy Tory vote? Yes. Because there will be a lot of Trump supporters who do not want to admit they're Trump supporters. It could be as much it's, as ten percent yeah, yeah, yeah. who will come flooding out, and he could suddenly win in a landslide drop. Yeah, I'm very concerned about this. But the other, if you how have, concerned? Uh, very, Alex. I'm really anxious by this. <laughs> what are you anxious? The fact might that I'm almost losing sleep. What might? What are you anxious might happen if Trump gets in power? Because he would remember Congress is going to be gridlocked. He's not going to be able to get anything through, and he'll be muzzled. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm assuming that. I, I, I do think that obviously this this man is a populist, so I think a lot of things he says are just set on the spur of the moment. I'm not entirely sure how how grounded they are in reality, but um, it just. Well, what's interesting to me is that, that, that there's such a, um, a raft of actually quite intelligent people in America who are very uh, pro-Trump because what they say is that if you listen to what he says, he's everything we've always been. You know, look if you look at who hates him, it's the establishment that hates him, it's the banks that hates him, it's the corporations that hate him. Everybody's against him. And therefore, because of that, he must be this, this person that we've been waiting for all this time is completely outside the system. But what that fails to take into account is just because you stand up and, stand, and say this stuff about Wall Street and say this stuff against companies and say all this stuff that you think you've been longing to hear for some time doesn't mean that the man isn't a con man. Because 
because he isn't anti-establishment. No, this is a he man comes who inherited a, a multi-million pound fortune. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, as he always points out, he started off with a million dollar loan. <laughs> you know, as we all do. And yeah. then he built, he became a property tycoon, as we all do. But what I'm thinking, Rob, it, it, if, 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 if a lot of these election things are really settled behind the scenes, as it were... Because I'm sure the establishment, in quotes, and the elite, in quotes, and the powers that be, in quotes, yep. all, do, all do have a lot of sway over these kinds of things. I cannot believe that they would, allow, they would allow Trump to take power for the simple reason that, unless they want to destroy America from within. Yeah. Because Trump is somebody that I think most other countries have voiced would find very difficult to work with. So oh, therefore, it would. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? So he, he is like in terms of your set. In terms of your, because what I mean is, Bush wasn't of that category. Obama wasn't of that category. These were all suitable frontmen to have for your organisation, if we can put it like that. Yeah. Suitable CEO. Yeah. But Trump is is somebody who I'm not sure you can have your figurehead be somebody who's called women pigs and talk. Yeah, I'm not sure that can happen. Can I also because to, as I understand it, when Hitler came into power, I think didn't he? He, he I think I think his sort of um, his. His uh, his monstrous nature emerged over time. Is that correct? Yeah, no. That, Rather I, than him being elected on a platform of being, I'm no, going no. to slaughter lots of. When he first became of, Chancellor of Germany, yeah. this it was on a platform of trying to re, because obviously the, the, reunify exactly. Yeah, and they were talking about an economy that was completely fucked, and he was he was basically trying to build up Germany. To but the he didn't come out and say, "I'm going to build gas chambers." No, he didn't say that because he wouldn't have got elected. But Trump has said. I am going to build a wall to keep out Mexicans. And I'll get the Mexicans to build it, yes. Get the Mexicans to build it, even if they don't want to. Can I also just clarify, there's been a lot of allegations on Twitter. Apparently Trump is due to stand charge on a rape allegation in December. Yeah, but, is this correct? Apparently, yeah, apparently, but of course he denies it, yeah. How is this possible? How yeah, I don't, you, you, you can't, you can't, yeah, but Rob, it's an allegation. Yeah, but he's due to stand trial for it. <laughs> Yeah, he's due to stand trial for the allegation, but that doesn't prove that he's guilty. Now, what would happen if he was found guilty? Presumably, be impeached because he would be president at that point. You can't be impeached unless you are in the presidential role. What's great is I was reading today. So let's say Hillary Clinton becomes president, yeah, and she's and she's found to have committed criminal offences in the email scandal. Yeah, she can't be impeached because you can't be impeached unless the crimes committed are committed. Why? Oh, so, so Trump wouldn't be either. Right. Unless the crimes you commit are, are committed at your time of serving as president. But the great thing is, is do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, so you're basically saying that we can have a president who's also a convicted rapist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how it works. But also a president is at liberty to pardon anybody in the country, as you know, including themselves. Sorry, so a president so, whoa, 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 can pardon themselves. Oh yeah. my god! How how who put that in? I don't know, but so apparently Nixon, Nixon. Consi- oh, of course, it was no, no, Nixon. no, I didn't say Nixon. Nixon considered pardoning himself, but was told by his advisor that if you do this, it will it will suggest guilt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can understand why that might be an issue. Exactly. Wow. Anyway, moving on from that, Rob, to to, to stay in America and yeah. American figureheads. Okay. You will know. I'm sure you've heard of this, but I just want to read it out anyway. It's only short. But I think it was last week or the week before we were talking about the the killer crowd. Clown, clown craze which yes, seems to have course, died yeah. down a bit I'm not it, sure yeah it does seem to have uh, didn't see any clowns on Halloween last night but. no I didn't although I have to say well, I did see a lot of clowns actually but not people dressed as clowns no no um, there was an awful lot of uh, children last night it was very disconcerting right you scared um, of children uh, when they were honestly I was on the tube home and were they like gang- the shining children <laughs> those twins no luckily not um, I think that, uh, gangs of youths are you about to say about 30 kids 
Mm. Probably aged between about 11 and 13, all in, in Halloween masks. Now, that's quite... I'm sorry to say, I know that it's small, but that's intimidating. Yeah. What Especially did you do? me. Well, you know, I did what I could. I just managed to hide it in the tube carriage and blend <laughs> it the doors. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, back to the Killer Crown clothes. This is from The Guardian, Marina Hyde, 13th of October, a little while ago now. Ronald McDonald's not loving the creepy clown craze. Have you heard of this? No. Oh, you're going to love this. Heartbreak. This is true. Right. All true. Okay. Because I heard it elsewhere. Heartbreaking news from America, where the creepy clown panic claims its highest profile scalp. In a statement this week, McDonald's announced it would be benching Ronald McDonald with immediate effect. Really? According to its formal explanation, this is its statement, McDonald's and franchises in the local markets are mindful of the current climate around clown, si- clown sightings in communities and as such are being thoughtful in respect to Ronald McDonald's participation in community events for the time being. And the uh, So he, he's been... He's been... Um, sacked. Ward, yeah, he's supposed it, to be in sacked. No, yeah, I think he's been put... Yeah, exactly. He's been put into storage for the time being until this dies down. This because, is fucking ridiculous. Um, the author here of this article says, Disgraceful, sure, a vanishingly small percentage of clowns hang out in a Stephen King novel or are currently attempting to terrorise children. But it's completely wrong that a guy who simply wants you to experience the magic of saturated fats <laughs> and, and maybe upsell you to a Coke could windsurf on is now being tarred with the same brush he wishes you nothing but joy how could these pranks corrupt something so pure then again marina says should we be really blaming pranksters lost in showbiz hereby this is the name of the i think the column hereby proposes a major new theory on the creepy clown thing to wit could this not all be the master plan of the hamburglar it was widely thought that Ronald's nemesis had been retired or succumbed to type 2 diabetes, while lesser <laughs> McDonald land characters such as Grimace had gone straight after having been saved by lap band surgery. But the, but the authorities can't ignore the fact that this all plays right into their hands. Indeed, now it threatens to take out the Hamburglar's arch rival. So it's the creepy clown craze, basically, all the Hamburglar's doing, right. with indirect effect of having Ronald McDonald mothballed. I mean, no, but uh, could be. Maybe this is something that Trump should focus on in his next speech. (laughs) Blame everything on the Hamburglar. Yeah, yeah. Who's obviously an immigrant. Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah, that's why he covers his face. Of course, yeah. Uh, I do like the episode title of The Magic of Saturated Fats. (laughs) Oh, yes, yes. There was a... No, 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 you're right. There was a a very good episode title in there, wasn't there? Um, Experience the the magic of saturated fats and upsell you a Coke. I just like I'm the, sure the phrase the magic of saturated fats. <laughs> yeah, so do I. So do I. Ronald McDonald. I think we should put Ronald McDonald in it because we might get a lot of hits. Ronald McDonald and the magic of saturated fats. Yeah. <laughs> um, or Ronald McDonald's magic saturated fats, <laughs> which sounds absolutely revolting. It sounds a lot more sinister. Um, next story, Rob. My last story here. I uh, can't read the date. No, I can. No, I can't. Alex Winter from the Bournemouth Echo. Here's the headline. Right. Smirking thug shouted, start out word, Spanish, speak in English as he smashed plank into man's face, but he's not a racist, court told. <laughs> okay. A smirking, in quotes, thug who hit a man mm. in the face with a plank of wood for speaking Spanish has told a court that he is not racist. Right. Daniel Way of Albert Road in Poole heard victim Thomas Gill speaking his native language to his girlfriend in Old Christchurch Road in the early hours of May 19th. After telling Mr. Gill to speak English, in quotes, Way walked over to the Bravo takeaway and wrenched a plank of wood from the building. Presumably the Bravo, oh, shit. Take- <laughs> presumably the Bravo takeaway is just made of simple planks of wood. Yeah. He then returned and hit the victim in the face with it. Way, 37, appeared at Bournemouth Crown Court on Friday, October 7th, to be sentenced after he admitted racially aggravated assault, occasioning actual bodily harm and criminal damage. 
The incident was captured on CCTV. Prosecutor Simon Jones told the court that the defendant screamed at the victim. Um, start out word Spanish, speak in English. So he must have said fucking Spanish, speak in English. I mean, the good thing to know is that uh, at least they, he managed to identify the language. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, that is a very good point, Rob. Um, Way swings a piece of wood, using it as a weapon, and strikes Mr. Gill, Mr. Jones said. Mr. Gill sustained cuts and bruises to the mouth. He falls straight on the floor and seems knocked back for a moment. He described a feeling of losing consciousness. Way was restrained by members of the public until police arrived. He gave an initial no-comment interview, but was shown images of Mr. Gill's injuries. An officer observed that Way smirked when he saw the pictures. Oh, lovely. However, Guy Draper, mitigating, said... There's a good ITV show in there, Draper. Yeah. Uh, Guy Draper, mitigating, said Way is a genuinely remorseful defendant and was, in quotes, driven to tears when he watched the CCTV footage. Really? Was he? This is disgraceful behaviour, the barrister said. There was a very recent breakup with a girlfriend. Probably because of this, he then started to medicate his upset by drinking too much on that night. Way has also been recently diagnosed with ADHD and didn't realise that his medication didn't mix well with alcohol, Mr Draper said. He can't quite get to the bottom of what he did, he added. He's extremely ashamed of his use of racist language. He can't recall ever holding racist views. <laughs> this is a great phrase. Right, okay. Judge, so he, he's done his best. He's tried to think about it, but he just he don't, can't don't remember can't, doing it. I don't really it. remember ever feeling racist before. <laughs> Judge Brian Forster called Way's offending totally unacceptable. Well, it was not racism, is it? It's xenophobia. Yeah, it is xenophobia, right. Judge Brian Forster calls Way's offending totally unacceptable. On the morning in question, you took part in what can only be considered to be a totally gratuitous and unnecessary violence, he told the defendant. The judge said he had considered Way's emotionally fragile state before sentencing him to 12 months in prison, suspended for 15 months. He must also complete 150 hours of unpaid work and participate in 25 rehabilitation activity days, as well as pay his victim 800 quid. 25 rehabilitation days. Yeah, yeah. Um, I bet that's just going to Alton Towers. Comments. Cynicist says, I dare say there are fewer Spaniards in England that don't speak the local language than there are English in Spain. Fair point. Um, Zippity Doodah says, if he's not racist and doesn't know the guy he hit, why did it even matter to him what language the guy was speaking? More appropriate headlines should have been, in quotes, thick as two planks, super ignorant block, sorry, Thick as two planks, super ignorant bloke who could do with a shower and a shave wanders the town listening to other people's conversations. I wonder, I wonder if he speaks the language when he goes abroad. Highly doubtful and looking at him, I doubt he can even speak English without dribbling and throwing a handful of init and expletives. <laughs> okay. Interested spectator says, sounds like an ideal candidate for you for the UKIP leadership contest. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, Marky Bai says perhaps he could hold a UKIP style in quotes, discussion with Nigel Farage. Yes, yes, yep. Uh, and last comment, Monkey Man, triple six, says he was crying at the build-up of... He was crying at, during the build-up of going to court as he thought he was going to prison and fainted in shock outside the court. What a fanny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, slightly strange comment to end on there, but uh, enjoyed, enjoyable nonetheless. Indeed. Okay, Rob, I'm now looking forward to taking a break here and listening to what, what what treats you've got up your sleeve. I don't really know what I'm going on about. No, tell worry. us a story. It's fine. I'm going anyway. Okay, so the first story is from the Gloucester Live website. The story is by Ben Faulkner and it was from the 17th of October 2016 and the headline. Over 60 spark cow stampede on Minchinhampton Common by dangling carrots from the Nissan Micra. Dangling carrots from Nissan Micra sounds like a euphemism. <laughs> Over sixes are dangling carrots at the back of a, a Nissan Micra and they cause a stampede. Yes. What are they doing? Just, just apparently but trying it, to attract carrots. But is dangling their carrots? No, it's are not. No, no, no. They, they right. were actually dangling carrots, as far as we know. Right. So, well, but can I say this? Is, is that is an amazing headline. <laughs> that is 
one hell of a headline. That's one of the best we've had over the course of the year, surely. <laughs> yeah. So if you didn't read me that story, I don't think I'd be able to let it lie. No, that's fair enough. So police have been called after a bizarre and dangerous chase across a striped beauty spot. Three elderly people were seen off-roading across... Whoa, Mitchell whoa, Landing. whoa, whoa, whoa. What? What? Three elderly people... Yeah. ...dangling carrots out the back of a car, causing a stampede. Yep. Is this the cast of Last of the Summer Wine? <laughs> <laughs> because that's the kind no, of hijinks... That's the hijinks those three always got up to, wasn't it? It is, yes. Um, it's not... Cosmo, a, whatever the rest of them are called. Compo. Compo, sorry. Um, and the other two. Yeah. Let, no, no, let's play, please, Rob. Play, oh, Rob. That's going to annoy me now. Rob. Foggy! Foggy! His name was Foggy. Please. Sorry, my, my dad used to subject me to a lot of it. Yeah. Uh, three uh, elderly people... Last of the uh, Yes, yeah, right. sorry. I should just clarify that. Yeah. Um, so three elderly people are seen off-roading across Mentionhampton Common, luring cattle behind them with carrots. Why? Don't are they trying, to draw, they trying to head them off a cliff or something? <laughs> There's no cliffs around there. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, of course there isn't. It's, uh, it is mainland, isn't it's it? It's a common, yeah. Yeah. Uh, one woman was sitting in the, in the boot, dangling out the back of the car, said Nailsworth resident Ali Elderfield. They were literally off-roading in a, in a micro, and the boot was open, with this woman sat in there, laughing and holding carrots out of the cows, but the, car, but the cows chased as the car drove across the grass. So, are they, have they got dementia? Are they on high drugs? No. Or are they just rambunctious? I think they rambunctious. just... Rambunctious. I think so, yeah. I think they, they'd obviously get out of, their ha- out of the home. Maybe one of them had managed to find the keys to his car, and they thought they are going to have a bit of fun with some cows. Why not? Well, exactly. I mean, let's face it, who wants to sit, sit and play bingo every fucking day? Hmm. Um, the driver was near the road. All the cows then started running in the road. The man, and, the man driving, the woman passenger... All like they, they all looked like they were in their 60s and they were all laughing. The cows looked distressed too as they were swinging their heads around and running right into the Rob, car. You, it's really dangerous. Rob, do, you, do, you, do you consider 60s elderly? Elderly to me denotes an older age. Well, my parents, I think, are in their 60s. Yeah. They're not elderly. No. I would say 70s is when you begin to get older. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, if we look at the sort of pension age, we're talking 65, so... So I don't think you could say someone's elderly before they've retired from work. But Alex, these people should have known better. They're too old. Just leave the cows alone, yeah? Okay. At least two of the people saw the incident reported by Ali on Facebook group Nailsworth Chat and Information. <laughs> Sounds like fun. The micro was around 12 years old and dark blue and the occupants of the car were all over the age of 60, said Ali. Around 300 cattle... A sm- <laughs> I've got about this quote. Over 300 cattle, a sm- small number of horses and a donkey named Alfie roamed the commons frequently. <laughs> there you go, there's an episode title. <laughs> yeah, there is, yeah. A yeah. very good episode title. Uh, they roam the commons freely under ancient commoners' rights. Just one donkey. Just one donkey. Nobody healthy. to mate with. He's the last of his kind, is he? I think he is. He's dying out. A lot of other people in the micro. Yeah. Sorry, that was uncalled for. Um, Haywood Mark Dawkins, who cares for the animals on the commons, said the cattle like to eat carrots, but the, the public should not feed them. They like carrots. Uh, they like carrots, but this is a very curious incident. I was going up there. The curious but, incident of the cows and the carrots. Very nice. Or the carrots and the cows. Um... He confirmed this year that six cattle have died in collisions. I don't know why that's relevant. Uh, with vehicles at the unfenced commons at Rodborough and Minchin Hampton. Uh, there's no comments on the story, unfortunately. My next story... Are we just leaving that there? Are we? Just leaving okay. that there. Okay, so we... Okay. Yeah. okay. Do you have any anything to like to add? Uh... No, no. I, I mean, just, it, 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 I th- I th- it would be nice to know why just, they were doing it. I just, I, what, I did want to ask if there were any other people involved. Right, so you just stole of a time where you thought of a pun then, were you? Yeah, well, I've had it on the back burner for a while. Right. Uh, the next story is also from the Gloucester Live. Uh, it's by Citizenship. Uh, is, it, is it from the Citizen? 
It's yes, it is. So the citizen. So I missed the opportunity. Is that why you're saying the the liveness stopped me saying the citizen? I mean, it was it was just it was working. That's the problem. It was working. Right, like not anymore. Not anymore. <sighs> so it's by citizen. The Gloucester Live. <laughs> oh God, that's that. She sounds more sinister somehow. I don't know why. And it's actually Gloucestershire Live. Oh yeah, of course it's a Gloucestershire Live. Anyway, yeah. Uh, this was from the 18th of October. Headline. Can I just want to say we did mention Hitler earlier. When Rob and I are not any any fans of Hitler, we should be, be very clear about that right now. I think the fact that you're trying to say <laughs> the fact you needed to make that distinction kind of implies the other. No, no, I am being serious because I don't want anybody to get the wrong end of the carrot. Stick. I was. To be fair, I was more a fan of Mussolini myself, but uh... yeah, I know, I know where your allegiances lie. <laughs> Headline: Panther-like animal spotted on Gloucestershire <laughs> railway line. What, panther-like animal as in small cat? <laughs> no. Ah. Ah. A dog. <laughs> oh. No, uh, two people fled from the Gloucester... Fled? Yeah, yeah. After spotting a panther-like type animal. Fled really does denote to me somebody running off into the woods. Yes, it does. It does. Screaming. The discovery was made by a shot couple from the town while walking along the line, describing the animal they saw as jetback and the size of an Alsatian, but with a long tail. Mm, so it can't be an Alsatian then. <laughs> Alsatians don't have long tails, Rob. That's true. Well, they do have tails. Well, yeah, no. okay. Have they got a picture? Uh, no, no. They never have pictures, Alex. Why'd you ask this? Um, one of the witnesses says we were walking along when we saw a movement far up the line. Something was sitting on the line. We thought, what the hell is that? Funny enough, there was a cat nearby at the time, so we could compare the size. <laughs> Well, hang on a minute. Where was the cat sitting? The cat's sitting right... <laughs> we're sitting next to the panther. There's, there's, there's a cat. <laughs> no, it was not sitting next to the panther. <laughs> I'm cat, this panther. Um, it was as big as an Alsatian. It had a long tail. It kept moving on line into the bushes. It started walking along. So we shot off. Um, no, no, they, they, they left at that point. Oh, right. I thought they'd knock one off on, on, no, right there no, on the train track. No. We both saw it. It wasn't a trick of the light. It was definitely a very unusual animal. Trick, what trick of the light would make you think there's a panther on a railway yeah, line? Time, what, that's time one hell of a... Is. But Rob, that would be one hell of a trick of the light, wouldn't it? <laughs> like an eclipse or something. I think... Or, I, would, I wouldn't say it wasn't a trick of the light. I'd say it wasn't a hallucination. We definitely saw it. Yeah. Hallucination. No, there's no trick of the light, which I can think of, which is going to make you think <laughs> that a panther sitting in front of you. Yeah, absolutely. It's a fair point. Um... We have heard since they could be a very common on railway lines because of the rabbits and rodents that live close to the line. You mean panthers are common on railway lines? <laughs> That's what they say. It's common. Is it? Right. Now the next part of the story. As far as I know, there aren't any panthers in this country. Um, you don't know that, Alex. No, I know. You don't know that. But I'll tell you who might. Big cat tracker, Frank Tunbridge. <laughs> Haven't we heard from him before? Frank One Tunbridge is, is the fantastic guy. Do you remember the guy who fell into the river? And then uh, was met with a massive carp. It's him. It's him. You're no, no, it's not the guy who fell in. But it was a. Do you remember it was the guy the same who place yeah, where the, the, where the, there was a big cat that killed a deer in that yeah, park? It's the same guy. He was brilliant. You, I reckon he is friends with Alan Ames. <laughs> oh yeah, it, it wouldn't. I wouldn't yeah. get past him. He said he was a hundred percent convinced. Why? Big because <laughs> because of all the sightings. The big cats were among us in the country. Among us. They're the at work. They're at work, Rob. They could be your boss. <laughs> they could be the woman in the post office. They're among us. Exactly. This is... He, he is the equivalent of uh, David Icke. Yeah. Um, there have been hundreds of sightings over the years. And we have some good footage too. People who watch these nature doc- documentaries don't realise that... Uh, do not realise they take years and dozens of cameras to capture these animals in their habitat. Big cats have been in this country since the Victorian times, when people used to buy them as exotic pets. 
When they escaped, they were allowed to live freely because people did not use the countryside as often back then. I heard that Queen Victoria was really a panther. I mean, that would be... And all of the royal family are actually panthers from another planet. That's an interesting uh, take there, Alex. Where's that coming from? My own own visions. Okay. Now, (laughs) I've got... Should have given that more thought. Your own visions. My um, own visions, yeah. You probably need to update. I'm going to write a book about it. Right, okay. Now, I've got another story. Right. Before the listener story. Have you got anything else? Because if I, not, I, I'll do the story. I, I, no, 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 I do. And then you can do that story. Are you sure? How, how are we doing for time? We're, we're on 25 minutes. Let me do this. You do that. Because you're open for a treat, listeners. Because this, gr- this is a great story and it's only short. But okay. It, we've, got, we've got, you know, we've never had him before on the podcast, but surely every great local news podcast needs a story about Harry Redknapp. Oh, oh god! Oh god! I think I'm. Uh, Bournemouth Echo. Harry Redknapp speaks out about the freak accident left his wife needing surgery. Yes, I heard about this. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Harry Redknapp has spoken out about the freak accident that saw him run over his wife with his car. The former Spurs and West Ham boss was seen helping his wife Sandra, 69, into their home in Sandbanks, Paul Dorset, after picking her up from Paul Hospital, where she had been kept overnight. Mrs. Redknapp, who was wearing a white and pink dressing gown upon returning to a four million pound home, had her right foot in a large cast and was using crutches while Harry placed a supportive arm around her. Speaking outside the couple's home, Redknapp, 69, I assume it was from his four x four out of the window, like on transfer deadline day. (laughs) She's fine. She's very lucky. It's made a mess of her ankle, though. The accident happened at 11.50am yesterday when the football legend dropped his wife off in a busy shopping area in Westbourne, Bournemouth. As he went to drive off, he caught his wife of 49 years with his Range Rover, causing her to fall, hit her head and damage her ankle. Mrs Redknapp was heard screaming in agony and there was a pool of blood left in, left in the road at the scene, which is about four miles from the couple's mansion. Outside the house, Redknapp said, My wife's fine. She had an operation on her ankle that went well. It's just a freak accident. Sandra went across the road. I thought she'd crossed. She'd gone behind the car to cross the road and as I went to drive off, I sort of drove over her ankle, basically. It's lucky. It's the full way of the car had run over her ankle. God knows what would have happened to her and her foot. She had an operation last night that went well, so we're okay. Can I just no, you know. wildly speculate for a few minutes? <laughs> <laughs> Don't suggest... Redknapp's got some pretty good lawyers. Leave it to the commenters, Rob. Okay, fair enough. This is why I'm reading it. Chris Wood says he'd just been to do a deal on their life insurance. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh... And then Chris Wood then follows up his comment with another one and says, Having just seen the TV footage of Sandra struggling into house on crutches, I'm sorry for the silly remark and hope she gets better soon. I think they felt bad about implying that Sandra... Felt bad or realised that he just had a quite a, a threatening phone call? From a lawyer. Uh, and uh, at the administ- administrator says, Well, delete it then, you cunt. So I, don't, I don't think it is actually the administrator, but I think it's just uh, the called the administrator. Um, and richard.driver3 at btinternet.com says to Chris Wood you're sick uh, Mr Ocean Colour Pants says even his driving is criminal <laughs> um, Stephen 1077 says to Mr Ocean Colour Pants careful now hope you have a good lawyer because um, obviously the implications are uh, the, the insinuations are continuing controversial but true says at least he successfully killed Pompey and <laughs> Trifecta says even by your amazingly low standards that remark is crass insensitive and defensive Controversial but true, says back. Did you not notice my provocative username before you replied? Trifecta says back. You have accused Mr. Redknapp of attempting to murder his wife. Which part of that statement is either controversial or true? Perhaps you need a name change to offensive and mendacious. Controversial but true, says only in your mind is there an accusation of murder attempt, an accusation of murder. My remark was a comment on Redknapp's inability to do anything well, most notably the fall of Portsmouth FC after he was in charge. If you're hypersensitive to others' comments and take it personally, then maybe you should think about reading elsewhere or giving up reading altogether. Red on tour says accident happened 11.50am yesterday read the story in the Daily Mail two hours ago the story is here almost 24 hours later than it happened the question is are you a local paper 
Bob the Destroyer says, based in the US, NewsQuest seems to own all the local papers now. I'm sure a lot of the stories are written abroad. Mm-hmm. I did not know that NewsQuest were based in the United States. Nor did I. And they, they own a lot of local papers, don't they? Yeah, exactly. Joel's granddad says, hope you've got a good lawyer, Mr. Redknapp. Get well soon, Sandra. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely stuff. Okay, Rob, you got a story for us, because that's me done. Okay. Um, I can't remember I heard about this, but I thought we had to feature it. It's from the St. Albans and Harpenden Review. Well, isn't that where you heard about it? Uh, well, uh, yeah, but I didn't, I didn't read it in there. It's not a paper I know. Well, anyway. So I, how are you reading it if you didn't read well, it in I've, there? I've obviously got the paper, but I can't remember how I heard about it. I, I didn't read it in the paper. Anyway, shut up. Anyway, <laughs> headline. Yeah, what, everything you've said doesn't make sense. Right, okay. St Albans. Good. First story for St Albans. Danny Kubrick lived there. So anywhere from St Albans is good for me. Okay. So the story is by Stephen Brown. It's from the 14th of October. Headline. Marketing stunt backfires causing panic among neighbours across Harpenden and Colney Heath. What backfires? Marketing stunt. <laughs> a marketing stunt backfires? Yeah. One dangling carrot at the back of a mic was it? <laughs> it wasn't. But I did wonder if Nissan were behind that. A nice bit of a... Uh, Nice bit of you think they would have used a slightly newer car than a 12-year-old Nissan Micro, <laughs> unless they're really struggling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's all they can muster up. Yeah. Uh, a Martin's done backfire when suspicious readers called police after finding three, to- three toilet rolls outside their homes. What? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why would you call the police? <laughs> how, is it, how are you going to open the door, find three toilet rolls, and think this is a systematic campaign of intimidation? <laughs> what, is it like a dirty protest? No, it's even worse. Police initially advised callers not to panic. Oh, sorry, no, sorry. I would have said to them, do not call the police for this reason. Right. Uh, police initially advised callers not to use the packs of velvet comfort that began appearing on doorsteps in Harperton several weeks ago. Well, in case they're laced with kind of uh, asses. Uh, probably not far off. But concern turned to amusement when it emerged that the unsolicited deliveries were not the work of branders or criminals, but promotion. John Allen of Colney Heath wasn't sure what to make of the gesture. He said, I'm a bit concerned. I don't know who left them or why they left it. Is it safe to use? Or is it a terrorist plot to infect us? Sorry. Is that a serious comment? <laughs> a terrorist plot. So, so ISIS, whatever you want to call them, their next ploy is to somehow poison, corrupt, destroy Western society yes. with the use of infected or otherwise toilet rolls. Yes, yeah. Why didn't the people doing the promotion leave a, a, a leaflet? Let's say it was Andrex saying, "This is your free toilet roll." Because I honestly Happy think shitting. they are. They just. I mean, it was branded for a start. Who was it? It was uh, uh, Andrex. Oh, uh, it was. Uh, yeah, I just assumed. So oh why, no, Vel- Velvet Comfort. Sorry. So why sorry. didn't Velvet Comfort leave something? Because I think you know, if you if you found a toilet on your doorstep, you wouldn't automatically think it was some sort of sinister terrorist plot. You might just think. Oh, someone's left me some toilet paper. No, I wouldn't think that. I would be confused by it. But if I saw they're outside every door, I think I'd realise it's a promotion. Yep. Because I would conclude that no terrorist in his right mind is going to fritter away that amount of cash on Velvet Comfort, Rob. They're <laughs> going to go for a cheaper brand. It's, it's a fair point, mate. And I'd it's like to point. say that other equally luxurious toilet rolls are available aside from Velvet Comfort. Yeah, thank you. Um, my neighbours have not had them, but they've been popping up in, in New Greens in St Albans. Um, others saw the funny side. Leo Duffy wrote on Facebook the post in Harpton Parents Network. Again, another thrilling uh, Facebook post there. Uh, Has it been to Sandown yet? I can't wait for the luxury toilet paper. It's like waiting for Christmas. 
Janet Lennon said, if anyone saw the man distributing the papers, send him to Robbourne as they had just ran out. And then speaking on behalf of the Hertfordshire Constabulary, Becky Chulls said, following inquiries from officers, it has been established that this is the result of a legitimate promotion. Velvet has been approached for a comment. Um, and is there any comments? Da, 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 da. And none worth mentioning. So, yes, the it seems that the good people of Harpenden and uh, St Albans can't try to work out what a legitimate protest, uh, so a legitimate promotion is from a potential terrorist attack. Well, that's the times we're living in, Rob. Now, I've been looking forward all episode, Rob, to the listener's story of the week because you did tell me that we are returning to the theme of... Um, UFOs. Yeah. Now, do we do we need any any noise? Any no. Let, 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 let's not. I, I want to. I want to. I want to fully take this. this. To, 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 to let this wash over you. Uh, well, no. I prefer if you just wrote me a story. Oh, I see. Right. Okay. Again, I, I misread the. If situation. we could wait for that till after the podcast. Okay. Fair enough. Appreciate it. So, uh, as always, this is from Helen, and it's from the now. Where's Helen from again? Plymouth Herald. Yeah, Plymouth Herald. And Helen yeah. sent us some great stories. She's a fantastic new list, uh, listener we've had for for a while, for a number of months, and she's been yeah. really sending us through a lot of stories. Thank you, Helen. I can't wait for this because you told me it was a corker, Rob. So the story is by Jay Lewis, and it's from the. 12th of October 2016 does this photo prove that aliens huh. do exist <laughs> and are they living in Devon hmm. I mean I'm I think we know no. the answer to this okay. <laughs> but I'm going to keep an open mind Rob. is there of... a panther in this picture no there's not I mean a panther and an astronaut I know what I think it is okay but it's smudge on the lens again is it no I, th- okay. I, I, I think, think it is a way. picture of something okay it's one of the great unanswered questions. Why does every fucking story... We don't have to go over it again. Yes. Search for extraterrestrial life. I know. Yeah. To which could change the way we think about human existence and other places in the universe. Is there life on other planets? Now, one man says not only do they exist, but in fact, they are living well and with us in Newton Abbott. Like the Panthers. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Self-styled paranormal, in brackets, experts... Is it the same guy from last time? John Mooner claims he had a close encounter... Is he the guy who saw the midget in the parker? Yes. Right. <laughs> he's completely off his rock. And he's also the guy... That he's the one who did the one where he, he was filming that thing, but he was zoomed in so far that he didn't realise the reason, the reason the object looked like it was moving in the sky is because he couldn't keep his hands still. <laughs> yeah. 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 He's with a complete... With don- his Nikon P600 camera, that's yeah. right. Yeah. If you, you remember what it's called, he's a complete donut. <laughs> yeah. Claims he had a close encounter with an extraterrestrial die in the park on Monday evening. <laughs> Rob, the man's mentally ill. Nobody's going to have... Why would one person have this many, have this much contact with extraterrestrials? Either they are targeting him, yeah. right, or, or he's completely mental. But again, the question is, why does the Plymouth Herald keep reporting it? Well, because they're good value. Why are they giving the oxygen the oxy- the publicity? Because uh, it's good value. He or she spot. I don't think that's making anything about him. I think they're trying to say that that's the alien. They're not making. You know, it's not a slight against Mr. Mooner. He or she spotted. Well, it wouldn't be a slight. There's nothing wrong with being transgender, but of course, there's nothing to indicate that he is. No, John true. Mooner. Mooner, yeah. Which is again quite um, interesting. Name, yeah, considering he's, he's interested in space. True. He or she sported classic-looking black eyes and classic, <laughs> an looking. indefinite shape. So it's just a wobble with black eyes, is it? Well, I don't think it is. I'm with you. You'll see the picture. But rather than coming in peace, the grumpy creature... F- Pardon? <laughs> coming in peace? <laughs> no. Right. Uh, the grumpy creature fixed in with a stare and started floating Who said they were him. grumpy? Uh, no, that's what, he's, that's what he's saying. Rather than these creatures coming in peace, the grumpy creature... It was grumpy, right. Well, this is what Mr. Moon is saying. John takes up the tale. He said, 
I was just doing some paranormal, in paranormal investigation, looking for anything out of the ordinary in his local park. Uh, and I just walked around the woods when I saw someone standing in the park. It's when I got close that I realised it was no man. I had the shock of my life. It was a grey alien. The grey alien was just standing there, blocking the way. I phoned around for my pocket camera and quickly took a picture before the Why does the hang on a minute? <laughs> right, Rob, if he's going out doing pan- pan- paranormal, pa- pa- paranormal, pa- paranormal yeah, investigation, yeah. right? Considering he's gone out with that express purpose, <laughs> yeah. why doesn't he go out with a really good night vision expensive camera? Why has he got a shitty pocket camera? Alex, you jumped in too quickly. You didn't let me finish that sentence. I fumbled around from my pocket camera and quickly took a photo before the AA batteries fell out of the camera's battery compartment. (laughs) 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 So, is it just taped together? (laughs) Matt, Alex, this man lives alone. (laughs) Charles Starr, he probably made this camera. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. And there was no time to pick up the batteries, take another photograph. The grey alien was looking right at me. Well, this is bullshit about the batteries falling out because there was no... How'd you know that? Okay, come on. It had the classic look, the classic looking black eyes which freaked me right out. The grey alien was then uh, then started floating in my direction. I jumped back into the woods. Floating? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I jumped back into... into, Oh, sorry. I jumped back in fright and quickly ran around and started running like hell through the woods. We said last time that we thought he was taking a lot of acid, (laughs) which is another explanation. Yeah. He's just having an acid trip wandering through the park. I think he's taken a lot of acid and he's just gone out in the park. Yeah. Um, John says he ran for miles before he started unaccountably... Ran for miles? (laughs) I just have an image. Do you remember that episode of Alan Partridge where he runs away from the stalker guy? Yeah. Outside his house, he parks the car and he runs off through the field. Yeah. So he ran for miles. He ran for miles before he started unaccountably coughing up blood. (laughs) Which I will be more concerned about than this alien, to be honest. Right, he didn't swallow those AA batteries, did he? Uh, Well, Um, luckily for science and mankind, he managed to get a picture... (laughs) This paper is just mocking him. Yeah, I'm, I'm just convinced this is the case. Well, of course they are. Um, are you ready for this? I'm always ready for okay. it. Um, okay. I'll, I'll show you both of them. <laughs> okay. Uh, so there's two pictures. There's a full... Well, it's sort of like torso, head and torso length. And then there's a very handy diagram, just below that. Okay, this is more impressive than I thought it would be. Um, The picture is a rather nebulous-looking shape. I mean, forget the torso and the body, which is very hard to work out, but there does look at the top what looks to be like a kind of head-shape thing with those kind of classic grey eyes. And actually, to zoom in, it does look really freaky. Now, you said you had an idea of what this is. I mean, to me, it looks like... Come on, Alex. Like, it could just be somebody wearing, like, a, a... a motorcycle helmet delivering some pizza I don't even think it's it's. Uh, I mean first of all it's obviously a bad photograph it's very bad and, and it looks I like it's had some photoshop work done to it or something what's up with black line yeah well anyway, this yeah. so what do you think it is I'm really intrigued right okay I'm going to yeah tell so me what you think it is look at the background first of all what, what, what time of day would you say it was well, it's dark okay yeah it's right it's dark but the path is quite light so there's obviously some street lighting going on now is it street lighting or is there a flash on this camera yeah. Okay. okay. Now he's in a park, Alex. We don't know which park. I haven't said. What What does parks tend to have? Trees. Or statues. Do you think that's a statue? I think it's a statue. I think he's, he's, he's just a normal statue that maybe he's edited. Like I said, there's a long black line, have you looked, which could just be a shadow. Have you looked at the park to see if there is a statue? It doesn't say what, it doesn't say what park it is. I have to say that is... 
I, I just think it's somebody walking along like I don't know wearing one of those hats I mean, it could be it could be fucking anything yeah I mean it's better than his last one Rob it could be this is a man this is a man who claimed to have seen an alien right this is a man listeners who claimed to have seen a UFO and with his shitty Nikon P600 zoomed in so far, considering you think how far away the UFO would have been, that he could see through the, the windshield, as it were, of the UFO, into the UFO, and he could see an alien with a bright, what was it, orange perm. Which, ironically, looked like Ronald McDonald. Which, ironically, he said looked like Ronald McDonald. And, uh, but his picture was a pixelated mess of nothingness. This is better than that. Now, I'm just going to read the last part of the story. John, who describes himself as the chief photographer for the, the world UFO photos... Uh, has been sending the, the Herald Express his sighting since June. So he's been doing this for a while. Are you going to get some previous stories? Uh, I'll have a look. During one particularly fertile period of UFO spotting, UFO spotting, he claimed to have photographed eight UFOs above Newton Abbott. By the way, the this picture, so the picture where he's pointing out the black eyes, he did this. Right. He annotated it and <laughs> sent it into the paper. Yeah, good sir. Uh, and that's it. That's the end of the story. But what I will try and do, or Helen, if you could do it for me, if this guy has been sending in these stories since June and claims to have spotted eight UFOs yeah. in the space of four months, <laughs> we need to hear those stories. We do. The man is absolutely fantastic. Yes. And possibly mentally ill or but on a lot of... What I'm worried about is that annotation looks like it was done in Photoshop for the black eyes, which means he could be doing other things in Photoshop to those images. Yeah, for all we know, that's literally just a selfie of him in... in as you said, it could be a crash helmet. <laughs> it looks a bit like the stick from Top Gear. Yes, that's, that's probably fair. Or just someone with uh, a hoodie on with the hood up. Well, on that chilling note, Rob, where I... I'll just be left tonight thinking about the aliens among us, the Panthers. And I mean, just Ronald try not to think about it. Just carry on and just concentrate on US election and, you know, you'll be fine. <laughs> Can't they, yeah. I would have thought if everybody's trying to be sensitive about these clowns, couldn't they just shelve Donald Trump for a little bit? Yeah, that's a very good point. Um, well, that brings episode 193 to a close, Rob, and we move, we, uh, uh, and we look forward with a, me- a mixture of eager anticipation yet trepidation to our next episode, which will be episode 194... As we move ever more forward, Rob, like um, oh. like Harry Radnap speeding away after he's knocked his wife over with a car. Obviously, he didn't do that. He, he stayed. Well, he did do that. We just he didn't, didn't know speed away. He, he didn't speed away. He, no, stayed, right, he yeah. stayed and helped her into the ambulance. He's a, you know, because he's, he's a decent bloke. Of course. And Allegedly. I'd, and I'd like to go on record and, and say that. I don't <laughs> think Harry Redknapp would hurt anybody deliberately or ever do any underhand business dealings. Um, yes. So all that remains, Rob, I think. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah. It's to say goodbye to uh. this episode. I'm not starting this. No, Alex, I've got a treat. Why do I always have to say it first? I don't understand. Bye, Rob. Because you feel the need. Did nobody ever teach you manners? Yeah, they did, but I... I... Bye. Okay, yeah. Say it. Say what? Bye. Farewell. Au revoir. Ciao. Okay. Ciao. Wasn't too hard, was it? It's gone. Well, it's nice to see him. For off. you, it may not be too hard. For me, it's, it's painful. It really is. <laughs> 
Well, Robbie, well, we I don't really understand. We're just saying goodbye to the episode. It's a feature we agreed on a long time ago. The episode likes to say goodbye. Um, I don't ever recall actually well, agreeing I think to it. Yeah. Until you find that episode where it first started, then you can't <laughs> disprove it. So you go back and listen. Um, we can be found on our website, which is lapodcast.net. We're on Twitter at, at lapodcast. We are on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash lapodcast. Now, if you go to our website, you can download all of our previous episodes. You can search for episode titles. You can search for keywords on there, and you can download any episode you want. If you go on to uh, the podcast app on your iDevice or you use your Android device or whatever it is, you can find our podcast. If you search for LA Podcast or Local News, Alex and Rob, we should come up. And from there, you can leave us a review or subscribe. That's what really helps us if you leave a review and subscribe to the podcast. But also, if you go onto YouTube and you search for LA Podcast dot net you'll get our channel and our videos because there are four of them up there some nice piecemeal videos they're only like seven eight minutes long of some classic stories with images please watch them it's really worth having a look I had a lot of good feedback on those and uh, of course rob in the top right hand corner of our website there is a donate button there if is you want do- to donate to the worthy worthy course it is this podcast and christmas is coming and christmas is coming indeed i think that just a about wraps it up. Oh no! If you want to, if you want to send us a story, then you can tweet it to us, post it on Facebook, or even better, email it to us at lapodcast.net at gmail.com. That's it. God bless and keep it local. Oh.